welcome to another episode of High Low with Amrata. This is the solo episode that comes out on Thursdays. We have our interview episodes that come out on Tuesdays. And yeah, welcome to my solo episode. I'm actually recording this one from home. Like I have the last couple and a couple of different people said to me it sounds cozy and they can like get a feeling of everything. So I had Sly's birthday party today just for a little update and to give you a description of where I am. I'm sitting on my couch and honestly for as many people that that were here at my house today like the mess is not so crazy. Um, there's tons of balloons, which I just don't think I'm going to get rid of because Sly loves them so much. There's dog balloons that he can walk around. And then there's ones that are floating on the ceiling and there's Sly balloons, which honestly I would make a permanent part of the house if I could. And yeah, my parents were in town. They just left and I was unwinding. Sly, I think really had a great day. Truly. He, tonight when I was putting him down, I like was putting his pajamas on him and whatever. And then I hold him after the lights go down just to unwind him. And he was like laying on me, laying on me, and then just sat up and said, dog and cake, because doggin is his word for dog. And we did have a dog shaped cake. And then he basically just repeated dog and cake. Even after I laid him in his crib and was rubbing his back, he just went dog and cake. And so I am personally thrilled because I felt like it was his way of telling me that I'm a good mom and he was happy. And yeah, so that's what's been going on with me. I'm working a bunch this week. This is coming out on Thursday, which means that you heard the Law Roach podcast on Tuesday. If you haven't, it's a really great conversation. Law was a celebrity stylist and quote unquote image architect. And he announced his retirement out of nowhere right after Paris Fashion Week and right after the Oscars where he had all these iconic looks. If you saw Hunter Schaefer in that amazing Anne de Meister white two-piece look, that was one of Law's major moments. Also dressed Meg the Stallion. I thought she looked incredible. She's so beautiful in person. It's actually insane. But one of the things that kind of came up and has come up around the conversation around Law retiring And just the stuff he talked about with Tiffany Haddish specifically is friend breakups. And I wanted to talk about friend breakups today and talk about how you can recover from them. So we're calling this episode, How Do You Recover from a Falling Out with a Friend? And I always remember my mom saying to me that the worst heartbreaks she'd ever experienced in her life were with women and not with men, that when you break up with a close female friend, it can be the worst. We're not going to talk specifically about female friendship, although I'm going to talk about my experience with this, which did happen to be with a female friend. But yeah, they're brutal. They're brutal. Friend breakups are so hard because they're so confusing. And often that person feels like somebody who was constant in your life where romantic relationships, you're like, okay, their breakups happen, but friendships it, it hits in a different way. So there's a bunch of different articles we're going to talk about today. I'm going to share some of my own personal anecdotes. Let's get into it. Stay tuned for more High Low with Emrata. Yeah. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. So what I found particularly striking about what Law said about his friend breakup was that he traditionally never mixes friends and work. And that is also something that my parents really instilled in me. My dad would always say to me, you never want to mix business with your friends because it always ends poorly. But I actually have broken that rule about business and friends. I run in Amarada with one of my best friends, Kat. But yeah, it's tricky. And Kat and I have had more than a couple moments where we've had to kind of delineate between, okay, this thing is happening with work. This thing is happening in our personal relationship and put one to the side in order to tend to the other at various points, which isn't always easy when just somebody you're spending a lot of time with. But we've done a pretty good job of it. I've had a couple friend breakups in my life, none super significant. There's never been a best friend who all of a sudden something terrible has happened with. And I'm really thankful for that because I think it would crush me. I like love all my friends so much. And especially as an adult, I feel those relationships are really rich and fulfilling and just add so much to my life. But when I was younger, I think you try, you're trying different kinds of people on, even if you're not sure if you really vibe with them. And sometimes I think a lot of those friends, they did. I was like, oh, sure. I'll hang out with this person, even though I kind of have no idea what they're about or even just what their world is. You know, when you're in your early twenties, I think it feels like everyone is so different from you, or at least that's how it felt for me. So I was way more, I think maybe just insecure or uncomfortable. So I would be nervous around new people that I would meet and whatever. And some of those friends were at Sly's birthday today that I met when I was 20, 21. And was like, I wonder if this person will be a friend. And then there are people that I tried on and tried out and they tried me out and it did not work out. There's one I'm thinking about in particular. I really liked this person. We were really young when we became friends and we were both modeling and I had just moved to New York for the first time. So I was, I think, 20 or 21 and we would go out together and go to parties and stuff. And we both lived in the East Village And she was really cool. She was super, super funny, like hilarious sense of humor. But then I feel like work was going differently for us. And I was getting a vibe that she was kind of maybe a little unstable. And I have plenty of friends who weren't like doing the best all the time, but was that vibe of she just didn't seem like maybe the best person to be spending time around at that point in my life. So I distanced myself a little bit and then we hung out again. It became clear that we weren't going to be friends. And then there was this weird moment where 
she basically picked up on the fact that I wasn't into the relationship and into her. And I tried to cover for it because I didn't want to hurt her feelings and make her feel like I was being mean or something. So I tried to cover it up and was like, oh no, like, I love you. I'm just busy in a weird place, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. But she got the message and it hurt her feelings. And I don't know. It's one of those really weird things. We weren't a huge part of our each other's lives, but I think about her a lot because there is a world where she would still be my friend. It's stressful, these kind of relationships. And I'm thinking about her listening to this and what she would think about this. And I don't know. I think at one point I heard through friends of friends that she wasn't upset with me and wish me well type of thing. And I definitely feel the same way, but it's not something that doesn't cross my mind. So that's been my experience with friend breakups. And now I want to turn to these articles and TikTok. There's a lot about friends breaking up and all the various reasons that you can break up with a friend. Very valid reasons, to be clear. So let's get into some of those. Um, I actually watched a TikTok that I'm going to play. Moving in different directions in life. I don't have the capacity to have been withdrawn and haven't wanted to hang out recently. What's going on? I've treasured our season of friendship, but we're moving in different directions in life. I don't have the capacity to invest in our friendship any longer. Is it something I did? This feels really sudden. I get that it might be hard to understand, but I've been reevaluating many areas of my life recently, including my ability to be a good friend to you. I just want to be honest and upfront so I don't disappoint your expectations. I'm sorry if this feels painful and confusing. I wish you all love and success. Okay, so the main thing you need to know about that TikTok is that people on the internet fucking lost it. It was viewed on Twitter more than 2 million times and on TikTok like 300,000 times. And people were basically like, this is insane. This woman is treating her friend like a an employee. Here's some funny tweets. I would rather someone just spit in my face than make me sit through this bitchy little self-obsessed HR speech. The only correct way to end a friendship is to cut your fingers off until they leave you alone. Oh my God, just chop all your fingers, throw them at my door like a normal person and be done with it. Basically, people really hated this. I think people felt like she was a little too brutal. But I don't know, man. I kind of like what she had to say. One thing that I think is interesting about that TikTok is that she doesn't go into the specifics of why, which I think... This is something that came up on the Iggy podcast because we were talking about ending things with somebody you're dating. And I asked her if she gives the feedback, (laughs) the critique of why you're not interested in spending more time together. And it's such a weird thing because with guys that I've dated in the past year, whatever, eight months, I'm like, hey, I, I do have notes. These are the things I've noticed about you that maybe you should work on just probably for your own happiness, not just so that I'll want to be with you, but just for your own happiness or insights I have into you that your friends might not tell you. And maybe your therapist wouldn't be able to see because they don't hang out with you in the way that I have. But that's doing a lot of labor. It goes back to the work thing, right? Do you have an obligation to them to say why you're you don't want to see them more. And I I don't have an answer for this. Obviously, I think what my therapist would say is absolutely not. You don't have to tell people that unless you want the relationship and you are seeing things about somebody that you like that 
you're like, hey, they could really benefit from this and it could make our relationship better as well. But I do think when you're ending something with somebody and you've made the decision, this person doesn't need to be in my life. You don't really owe them the notes or the thoughts or the reads you have on who they are because ultimately you you might just make them defensive. And what are you really, what are you getting out of that? Then it's like, maybe you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You're confronting them for the wrong reasons and trying to make a point or hurt their feelings or send them a message. And the truth is it's better to just stand up and walk away. Stay tuned for more High Low with Emrata. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. This article from Psychology Today from 2021 actually has some good thoughts. And I have to say, This actually reminds me of the episode we did about honesty and how honest honesty is sometimes not as important as being kind. And I think that what I like about this psychology today article, which is called how to handle a friendship breakup is that they factor kindness into all of these things, which I think that TikTok did not right where you just are like, I will be terminating this relationship. Thank you for your time. (laughs) I think kindness also factors in. It's really important to be kind to people, especially if you had a relationship with them. So I thought the first thing that they say before we get into kind of how to handle a friendship breakup is just that the reason that these are so much more difficult than romantic breakups is because there's no blueprint, right? There's no, okay, this is what divorce looks like. This is what these exes, you split your friend group, you, you know, take custody of this person and that person. And everybody knows what a romantic breakup can look like and knows the different various routes you take to healing, the boundaries you have, all of that, right? But there is, it just, it's just not the same when it comes to friendship. 
So the first thing they say is you should ask yourself some questions before you end a friendship. So is there a way to just titrate the intensity of the friendship? Can you just put them on ice and slow things down? I have done this way more times than I've ever broken up with anyone. And it's always so much better because it's just kind of like, okay, we floated apart. Maybe we'll float back into each other's lives. And I'm open to that. And I don't want to have a long conversation about why they're not giving me what I need in a given point in my life, but I still love them and wish them well. So I think that's a really first thing, first question to ask. It's really smart. Then ask yourself kind of, is this just a knee-jerk reaction? Are you upset about something specific? Is it a hurt feelings or has this been something that has been brewing and you've sat on and you've been thinking about? And I think that's, you know, like anything, right? Think about it before. And then think about the factors that have caused or led to the space that the friendship has. What are the things, you know, really lay them out and how do you weigh them? Are there things that you are doing that are contributing to this dynamic that maybe you need to actually look look at yourself a little bit closer than the other person? Or is it something that they did that was really hurtful that maybe you brushed off or multiple things that's happened to me many times with people where I'll be talking about it with another friend. I'm like, yeah, they did this thing that kind of bothered me. And then they did this other thing. And then you say it out loud and your friend looks at you like, that's really fucked up. And then you have a new perspective on it and insight into it, which can be helpful to just reflect on why am I feeling these ways? What are the things that have bothered me? And how serious are those things? They show things to me about this person's character that I can't tolerate or I don't want to tolerate. And then that's a great way to also ask yourself, is it that I want this friendship to end or are there things about this dynamic that I can alter and change so that I don't have to completely walk away from this person, but I can make this friendship what I want it to be so that it's adding to my life in a positive way. And then I think this is a really good one. What is your goal? Like, How do you want to feel when the friendship ends? What do you want to say to them? What is best kept to yourself? What are you trying to make space for in your life? Okay, now, how to end a friendship. You know, so again, ideally, it's a mutual drift. You don't have to have that conversation. You can just put them on ice and have kind of space and redefine the relationship a little bit if you're seeing that person a lot. Seeing them two times a week, you see them once a week, and then maybe you start seeing them once a month. It's not crazy. But if that person's not allowing you that space, then you need to think carefully about what you want to say to them. So if there's something about the friendship you want to change, obviously you need to find whatever is the most appropriate way of communicating, whether that's text, email, phone call, in person, based on your relationship, and then just say, hey, I noticed this thing is happening that I don't like, and it bothers me, and it makes me feel bad, or it makes me feel this way. Can we change things a little bit? Or if you've really thought about it, and you're like, this isn't something that I can come back from, or this relationship has gotten to a point where there's no return or no way of altering it. There's no reason I think ever to just list a bunch of things that somebody did that bothered you. And I agree with this, by the way, in romantic breakups, I just think it just makes the person defensive. It leaves bad taste in both of your mouths. You don't want to do that. But if there is a big, one big thing, like you hung out with my ex-boyfriend after he did something terrible to me and you tried to hide it from me and blah, blah, blah. You could say that. I think if it's something really big or something really hurtful that you heard, they said something awful about you behind your back, whatever, it's okay to be like, 
this is the reason that I'm really hurt or that I'm angry or anything. And I think you always have to just sort of also expect the person to be defensive and then to be able to, to take whatever criticisms they have of you because it does take two to tango. So even if there's things about things that they say that you totally don't agree with and you think are ridiculous, just hear them out and metabolize them. And there, there might be, you know, 80% of it might not be legit. And then there could be, you know, 20% that's actually really valuable and important for you to take away. Talk to the other person. Don't be like that TikTok. You know, don't be like the over-therapized robot employer firing somebody from your life. Talk to them and show them that you respect them and be kind about it. Think about what's the best way to end this in a kind way. I think that it's always important also to focus on the value that they brought to your life. If you want not to have bad blood, say to someone, I so liked these things about you and so I'm so grateful and appreciative about X, Y, and Z. This is a really nice kind of blueprint for how you can just be super upfront with somebody without doing too much work, but while also being kind. And then I think this is just a really great rule in general in life with anything that happens to you when there's a loss of a person in any capacity is to be sad and to grieve and to miss them and to feel the awkward feelings of seeing your mutual friends out and feeling like, fuck, this sucks Um, and going home early and crying and grieve the relationship like you would a breakup, you know, have all the, the many emotions that come with grief, anger, sadness, manic, fun, all those things and experience them to the fullest. Don't try to sweep them under the rug. Don't act like, oh, fuck her or anything or fuck them. You know, I think the thing that's hard with friends is with romantic relationships, you can, I at least, I've not always been friends with the people that I've gotten romantically involved with in the sense that maybe we weren't friends first, as in that wasn't a baseline part of our relationship, that kind of respect and the feeling of just kind of liking each other fundamentally. That's always true with friends, which I think is why these breakups can feel so hard. But I think it's also why it's so important to really treat the breakups with a certain amount of respect and, you know, realize that they can be really serious and very painful and go through all the steps of these things. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. This was a fun one. I'm curious to hear from all of you about your experience with friend breakups. What were they like? How did you handle them? The good, the bad, the regrets? Was there anything I said about how to handle them that you don't agree with? If you have anything to add to the conversation, go to hilo.fm, submit your voice notes. I want to hear from you all on this. Again, I feel like there's so many things to talk about. Everybody has a story like this. And it is uncharted territory. There's less guidelines for how to how to deal with a breakup, how to recover from a friend breakup. So thank you so much for listening. And I will see you all on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. And don't forget to go to hilo.fm to send me your audios. We'll use those for the subscription episode. Talk back. Looking forward to hearing from all of you.
High Low with Emrata is a Sony Music Entertainment, Bitch Era Media, and Something Else production. Our executive producers are me, Emily Radikowski, and Sarita Wesley. And our associate producer is Rachel Choder. Today's episode was engineered by Samantha Gatsik with original music by The Crystal Pharaoh. Thanks for listening. 